All right, welcome to the Dads of the Bone podcast, powered by the Dads of Wayne Network, where three dads talk about dad stuff and the contemplation of holographic technology. What? (laughs) (laughs) He came in like an abstract thought. And the contemplation. (laughs) These are the things that circle my brain. (laughs) Holographic technology. So we're talking like Obi-Wan Kenobi. We're talking like... If they could make holographic dinosaurs and have a real life Jurassic Park, well, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. Or it'd be through. a holographic real life Jurassic Park. Yes, yeah. so be because you couldn't really like feed the dinosaurs. So, no, to answer your question, but you could feed them like bitcoins or something. Yes, <laughs> another thing. Also, another thing that doesn't that really is also exist. mythical. <laughs> yes. Or o- OMGs, which is another form of uh, or what? OMGs. OMGs. Like, oh my f- gods. Yeah. Well, some, <laughs> they're uh, another form of <laughs> cryptocurrency. So, oh, crypto. Yeah. Yeah. So, what you should I crypto walk my currency. <laughs> I was about to say, I used to be a cryptocurrency. <laughs> I used to be a crypto <laughs> when yeah. I was in middle school. <laughs> yeah. They taught me how to walk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they taught me how to walk. I, uh, yeah. You couldn't spell crypto with your hands, though, so it wasn't as cool. <laughs> no, you just told. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> you got to watch what says you use crypto. And, right. uh, I know. That cryptocurrency doesn't yeah. fly, homie. So, yeah. uh, like fun- some guys. Stations say cryptocurrency accepted. Others yeah. say EBT. You know, it, yeah. it is what it is. That's my yep. Yeah, some of it just right doesn't even it. say crypto. It just says if they took out the C, it just says ipto for yeah. the you know ipto yeah. ipto. Don't trip though. Uh, so uh, wrong Going to get clipped though. First time I saw first time I saw holographic technology really be used was um, we don't it, condone being clipped by the way. What what was it or crypto? Um, <laughs> What what concert? It was big, like West Coast, like it was a, it festival. Was, it was what's his face, right? And they had they had Tupac, yeah, Tupac on stage with Snoop Dogg. Uh-huh. Oh, Dr. Dre. Did you see that? Yeah, Dr. Dre. He because he, Dr. Dre had put some of his billions towards oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. technology. technology. So the beats, technology well, did you know? Fun. Like, uh, yeah. what what was it that they were going to have Prince do it? Uh-huh. And then they yeah. and then they they canceled that. It was what was that? Uh, uh, JT was going to do it at the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl or something. Like, he didn't oh. want to do it, so he did. He basically did it anyways. He yeah, just but did it went bad. But he, yeah, he did like a image in the back, like on some banner or something. But yeah. they were going to yeah, do the weird. hologram of Prince yeah. at yeah. People that would be kind of upset about. Have that. you got, have you guys seen the video of the one with Tupac? Yeah. It, look, it looks. They got it from Michael Jackson too. Mike, they got yeah, a, they, yeah. they did a they Michael did. Jackson yeah. one too. But yeah. the the one with Tupac looks for real, dude. Yeah, it was kind of, that must have been trippy Crazy. for Snoop Dogg because Snoop Dogg was on stage with him, mm-hmm. and you got like Snoop right here, and then like a foot and a half to the right, you have like holographic like Tupac like dancing, yeah. and it looked like to the crowd, other than him being like shinier than yeah. usual, looking like it uh, looks pretty real. Yeah, what, they look like uh, like Edward Cullen from the uh, yeah, Twilight, from Twilight movies. Yeah, they're just oh, they the sunshine. Yeah. yeah, they're just kind of like, glowing. <laughs> but like it looked, it looked pretty. Like he's up to scale, and you don't see a projector stream or anything. Yeah. You just see like his body, and it's, it's like crazy. Whoa. Well, it so, makes sense that they can get the dimensions right at this point. Well, yeah, I, I mean, mean it's just well, I'm yeah. sure they're getting yeah. Yeah. Got a laser pointer. Fifty-one, yeah, fifty-one. Yeah, the aliens, who knows what holograph? The aliens taught us uh, holographic technology. When I was a kid, the best holograph you could get was a Pokemon card. Yeah. <laughs> Mine, mine was the mine was the hologram on the bottom of my uh, Jordan 13s. Oh, they're gonna say like yeah. the bottom of those like pogs, dude. They oh, yeah, still pogs. put those slammers on there. Slam slammers. Yeah. Uh, the Jordan 23 Black History Month ones. Uh, I saw the Jordan 23s. Scene, by the way, those are okay. Um, yeah, no, right? Yeah, but on the bottom of the 13s, they put a hologram, and in the side of the 13s, I remember really? those, yeah. the Space Jam ones. Yeah. yeah, I just had a moment where I wanted to just sing like the Black National Anthem and like celebration of Black whoa, whoa, History Month. 
Tell me you didn't know that was a thing. There's a black national anthem. Tell me anthem. you didn't know that was a thing. Sam. They sang it at. They, whoa, whoa, I, honestly, whoa, 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 I wouldn't whoa, have known whoa, whoa, that, whoa. but they sang it at the Pistons game that I was at. Like, Wait, two you didn't know there is a black not national anthem. Not before right, two nights I'm ago. I'm going to sing the first verse. Please, please, yes. please. Please, I'm As dead we, serious. I, you, this is brand new to me. You guys have never heard this in your brand life. Brand new concept nope. to me. I've so never heard, you are the standard. heard of it. Now you're the standard for it. Let's go. Well, because this go. is a part of being black. You Let's know go. This. Oh, Let's go. I oh, where's the tissue? Let's All go. All right. <clears throat> I got one. Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. Letters going up. Ring with the <laughs> harmony yeah. of liberty. Let our rejoicing rise high as a glistening sky. Let us march on loud as a road. We sing, sing a song full of the hope that our dark past has taught us. Sing a song. Full of the hope <laughs> that the so present <laughs> Sounds like you're upset about singing this. Uh, uh, you guys can't see I'm this. I'm not done You yet. guys can't see this, but no, he, every, going, every, time, every time he hits a high note, he points up like he's really hitting the yeah, note. Yeah, because that's how they did it uh, when you were in choir uh, rehearsal. All right, keep going, keep going. Uh, Keep going, keep going. Facing the rising sun of (laughs) our new day begun, let us march on. Mm-hmm. I'm not done yet. Okay, I, I want to know. I forgot that last part. Like, who wrote that? Give me some history on that. Okay, I am, so this is I'm brand new to this. All right, this is our Black History moment for the episode. Yes. So, uh, back in the day when they were um, doing the national anthem, yeah, um, they were working with African Americans to help mm-hmm. to write the song, sure. and they went with you know our national anthem, mm-hmm. but the. Um, people who were up writing it, one of them was African American and they wrote Lift Every Voice and Sing as an option and then it became mm. the black national anthem. Nice. So and it speaks Is it supposed to be the same tune as the national anthem? No. Okay. So but it's um when you go to a black church or in black communities you often I've hear heard, I've heard the lift every voice before. The really? black, it's this, actually, gonna, this, gonna, this is gonna sound funny but this is completely true. Um BET's Sunday Gospel Hour uh-huh. They they lead off with that. The yeah. Lift every voice. They even have a segment called Lift Every Voice. So it goes really? back to I didn't like, know they were connected, but yeah. Yeah, it goes back to like the founding of our country. And it's actually in most black hymn books. You'll find the entire So you sing it at church or you yes. sing it like you sing it at church and you sing it at like Like where you know, do, where would you sing that song? Where you would where, sing where, it at church and yeah. you would sing it at like, you know, events where you're you know, where you're like a family reunion? the cultural thing. That was probably like a, a <laughs> like big staple. Like a family reunion. Do you hear like, the national anthem at your family reunion? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, this is brand new to me. I'm saying like like in schools that are predominantly black, yeah. they don't sing it before their basketball games. No, they don't. But it is like it's a part of history. Like it's, it goes, it has a connection it's to a slavery. Deep, it's and, a deep cut. And um, yeah, wow. So, okay. Yeah, but yeah, you, it wouldn't surprise me if during uh, February Black History Month they did the did black they did it anthem. at a yeah. no, and they, they might gosh. they might do it at like like the the like the staple like black colleges. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, at the black colleges. Yeah. I mean, um, it's like it's like <clears throat> you know when you get your black textbook. 
And, uh, you sure. know, they give you a guide to being black. Like, that's like in the preface is like the the words to lift every voice oh, and sing. Okay. Oh. But no one, I challenge you to find too many black people to know it beyond the part that I did. <laughs> beyond the... That's kind of like when people sing the TV version of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song. Yeah. But then when a DJ tries to get clever and plays the full version and everybody's like... Uh, yeah. The, yeah. The, the 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 verse between uh, you move in with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I whistle for a cab and when to g- that whole like midsection that's in yeah, the extended version. Yeah. Everybody's like, and then it, and then it's. Uh, well, that's I'm like not out of the house around seven or right and, and like everybody yeah. picks it back up real strong, but nobody yeah. knows the middle. Section. That's how it is for Baby Got Back too. Like you know oh, the big God. exaggerated okay. parts, yeah. but the rest of it you're like, yeah, yeah. That's in. That, listen, man, that is insane to me okay. that there is a black national anthem. I am 34 years old, lived in Detroit my whole life. I've never. Well, not insane that there is one. In insane my that you've life. never heard of it. So I've never heard in my life. You've never that. been to a community gathering and like some type of community event, and you know they incorporate it like you never. Know, somebody is singing. I've like, never even heard anyone talking about it. But you ever. know what? That, that's that's. And I'm not like an insulated cool. white guy. You yeah. know what I mean? No, like I'm yeah. not just like super vanilla in my life. I've no, literally never heard of that. It's kind of, it's kind of cool though, because like I said, I went to a Pistons game a few days ago, and, and they, they sang it there. They, they sang it. They, was it the they, lady who sings yeah. all the national yes, anthems? And she's great. She's great. Yeah, it's she's, like, a, she's I mean, an African American uh, woman. And yeah, she, she's great. She sang that, and then she sang the national anthem. Yeah. But when she sang it, uh, my daughter was like, "Is this is this one we never knew about?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I guess so." Yeah. Yeah. So it's yes, yeah, wow. and it's just you know it's just a call for unity, and you know it. it no, it, it's super cool. You know, I can't believe that this has totally missed my entire life. Slavery and, and hope for the future. And, That's you dope. Know. That's super cool. So. Well, there's our show opener. You guys are uh, <laughs> you guys are on board Happy for Black a, History Yeah, month. you guys are on board for a great episode. Um, <laughs> right, hold name, on, hold on, hold on. I know yeah, you want to move it forward, but hold on. It was written by James Weldon Johnson, mm-hmm. who lived James, 1871 yeah. to 1938, and mm-hmm. it was written as a poem. Wow. And then they put it to music. Nice. Mm-hmm. By his brother, John Johnson. <laughs> Thanks, John. In 1905. John. Thank you. Yes. That's great. I just yeah. looked it up. I literally searched Black National Anthem, and it came up. That's <laughs> all. Go so. figure. <laughs> Quinn, you're not lying. Go figure. <laughs> I just fact-checked you, and you're right. Go figure. It's like you knew this or something. It's like you knew this, yeah. It's like this is one of those things I grew up being, like, taught my whole life. It's my crazy. Gosh, dude. Yeah, this is um, crazy. I don't know about – uh, maybe unless my memory, like, is really bad, but I'm fairly certain that's not something I picked up in school. No, like, definitely 100% not. 100% sure that's not taught in school. If I look definitely back on not. it, it would have come, it came up for me obviously in my home, but sure, in yeah. the community it came up a lot in church okay. and it came up a lot in community events or when we were focused on studying yeah. um our history, my history. Yeah. Um Shout out to Killer Mike. Um, it came <laughs> up in moments. Are we, are we allowed to shout out Killer Mike? We did now. Okay. What's up, Killer? Uh, What's up, Killer? I don't give a dude everything, bro, but I, I'm with you most of the way. <laughs> I'm most of the way we there. One love. And he would uh, respect you for that. Yeah. If I know Mike like I know Killer Mike. Yeah. He'd respect you for that. Yeah. I'm with, I'm like <laughs> almost there, but we, at some points, we... But anyway, um, no, it's just one of those things culturally. It's a part of black culture. It's one of those things you learn yeah. and you respect because um, uh, there's a huge 
Like, um, and we're getting further and further away from it. But like, for my family and every black family, we're not that far removed from slavery. Yeah. I know it feels like we are because, yeah. like, you know, you can't whip people in public and you know put up no color signs. But right. um, my well, great, right. my great grandmother, who I knew and who I loved and embraced me, like her parents were like um, at the end of slavery. That's, like she lived yeah. to be ninety eight. That's crazy. So no, I know. that, is that crazy. was that was you know. Yeah. Well, dude, I'm 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 I've lived in Florida, you know, half my life, and you could still drive around places in the South, and they still called different like large large farms and different things like that, like plantations, plant, plantations, yeah, and plantations. They still have cotton plantations that have yeah. old Jim Crow signs up, like hanging yeah. around and stuff. Like it's it's still very the very, is real. very fresh in, in places. Bias so. is real, yeah. And I think we've kind of shifted from this place of um, blatant racism to truly institutionalized racism mm-hmm. and bias, where people it's so ingrained people don't even realize that they're being racist or being bigots. Yeah, I deal with it personally, like and you know. Uh, personal situations where I just, you know, I'm seeing it even more where people don't even realize they're making bigoted statements or that yeah. they're making yeah. prejudice statements because yeah. they don't want to be labeled a racist because right. they think that's bad, but they don't disregard their racist and prejudice statements. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's gonna really, deep real quick. I'm it sorry. did. No. <laughs> hey, Michael, listen, you great. split. You literally split my mind wide open yeah. with this. With this uh, Black National Anthem thing. It's insane. That's great. I'm sitting over here. Y'all are talking. I'm sitting over here reading, like, all the research on it and stuff. It's incredible. Yeah. All right. Well, do I need to go down this road? I'm going to just go down this road a little bit further because it's Black History Month. That's fine. Yeah. 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 Do you guys guys know what strange fruit is? Come, Come again? Strange fruit. Is that when your underwear don't fit right? No. <laughs> Whoa. No. Strange fruit is, um, that's what they used to call, like, because of the racism, like, when they would hang black people from trees, like, the Klan and everything in mm-hmm. the South, yeah. and the abuse that they went through, they like, they would write poems about it, and uh, Ella um, Fitzgerald, and mm-hmm. they would sing yeah. about it. And they okay, would, yeah. Uh, Nina I've Simone. Heard of, I've yeah, heard of, it's, um, it's called Strange Fruit, because you see, like, you see uh, black people hung from trees. Like, yeah. the, like, like strange fruit is like the fruit hanging from trees is the idea. That's the correlation. Yeah, well, there. it's yeah. like the connection. Like, yeah. like That's the, yeah. yeah I, that, I used to listen to a hip-hop group. I'm pretty sure they were called Strange Fruit, like the Strange Fruit Project. And they were yeah. very, like, social justice-minded and all that stuff, too. So, so if you go to any African-American museum, you'll see a part mm-hmm. dedicated to strange fruit. And it would be, they would show pictures. It would be just like you would see, like, an animal hung from a tree yeah. with a hunter smiling. Yeah. It would be, like, black people Same thing, hung, yeah. I've seen that And be white people, like, smiling, like, hey, yeah, I got, you know, I get yeah, one. Yeah. So, wow. and they call That's it, strange, you know, and uh, Nina Simone, I think she wrote a song called Strange Fruit yeah. Yeah. in 1930. So, yeah. Well, this, uh, yeah, this says that this, uh, the NAACP dubbed that song in 1919, the Negro National Anthem, like yes. dubbed it, that was its official, yep. like wow. deal or whatever. But and this then, is crazy. it says Maya Angelou referenced it in one of her, um, in her autobiography, talks about how uh, the reverend who swore in uh, Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Quoted like the third stanza yep. completely. They wow. said that Beyonce performed it at Coachella yep. in like 2018, like just this last year. So. Which is ironic to me because everybody there probably heard that and her sing it, and they're probably like, "Whoa!" Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody knows like the cultural yeah. relevance of it, man. Yeah, that's insane. There's a, there's a but you know, props to her for using using that big of a platform to put to something put like something that like that out there. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that's it's cool. Uh, yeah, it's important. So. It is. Yeah. It is. I I was doing homework with my son last night. My middle son, my uh, seven year old. And uh, we were doing a report on um, Louis Armstrong, okay, which was really cool for him. But I got to introduce some of these some of these uh, 
these historical events and things to him, and he was blown away. Yeah. Because yeah. we were talking last night because it was, you know, it wasn't like a Black History Month project. It was just a project, mm-hmm. and it was an American project, and so they did, had all these different options. You got to pick different people. And so he ended up with Louis Armstrong, and one of the questions was, what was, what was important about him in America? Mm-hmm. And it was this idea that Louis Armstrong was one of the first entertainers that his skin color was secondary to his music. Like, he was able to cross over into the, like, white elite world right. because he was so gifted at playing the trumpet and yeah. singing and all of that. Yeah. And so I, ha- I had to explain to Titus that why that was even an issue. Because yeah. he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, so back in the day, like, mm-hmm. people with white skin treated people with brown skin like they weren't good and they weren't good enough and they were less than and all that. And he goes, well, Dad... My best friend has brown skin. I was like, I know. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. And, he, and he was just like, he's got the biggest blue eyes, and you could just see him so perplexed at well, how could that happened. even be a thing? Like, yeah. Why would they? Mm. How could they? And it was just I think it was a powerful moment last night that I got to kind of have those conversations with him and talk about civil rights and talk Insane. about how all that went down. And I, th- you know. I think I mentioned that maybe on our last episode, but um, when I went to the Henry Ford Museum with my daughter and we mm-hmm. walked through the... The Rosa Parks bus, right? That section, yeah. And she was just kind of like, didn't make sense to her. She's like, why would that yeah. matter when how you treat people? And I'm like, yeah, I know. girl. And you got to think about the reasons why that, make no that sense, made sense to, in the past and yeah. why there was this big push for diversity. Mm-hmm. And the big push for diversity or even like the Emancipation, emancipation Proclamation, Proclamation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. was, this was all driven by like profit. This was not oh, about yeah. the humanity oh, of no, people. No, no, no. That, no. Was, that was, the Emancipation Proclamation was like, uh, it was a tactic to help kind of cripple the South. Mm-hmm. And in addition to you think about why companies started to push for diversity and then are still starting to push now is because they figured out it, it boosts profit. Yeah. You know, they're like, why would we just reach out to one segment? We can reach out to them all. Yeah. And that's when it shifted. And that's when the civil rights movement made sense because you got to realize Rosa Parks was not the first person to like say no on the bus. No. In fact, there were people before her who did got life sentences for doing that. Yeah. And, you know, the, the significance of Black History Month and why people say we don't need a Black History Month. Well, the, the significance of that is because of how the um, contribution of you know the African Americans has been so minimalized that yeah it's needed to say yeah. hey we have George Washington Carver we have W E D B D Du Bois if I said that wrong it's because I talk too fast but I mean we have so many people that have contributed to society. so many yeah well and just and the fact that you sang the Black National Anthem and we never heard it no and shows I'm, yeah. why there needs to be yeah. a month dedicated and to that's the thing yeah, yeah Frederick that's... Douglass and Frederick Douglass was actually um, interracial but it speaks to the divide of this country where people like you know you know they said I was always taught if you have like 1% of black blood in you you're black yeah. so it's just like even with like my daughters my daughters are interracial but you know they're black Mm-hmm. So we're, we try to be more inclusive now, but, you know. Well, was it, Rich, was it me and you that were sitting at my dining room table talking about who yep. was it that brought up that you could name five? Me, yeah. Af- well, say, say what you said. Yeah, so I. That was I, a huge conversation. Yeah. We were sitting at the table with Tony, our friend, mm-hmm. who's African-American, and we were having a, yeah. a really cool conversation. So, um, so yeah, I was listening to, um, he's actually a pastor, but he um, he was giving a, a talk at an event called MLK 50. It's the 50th anniversary of, of all that. And uh, um, his name is Matt Chandler. Matt Chandler brought up how, um, you know, we're, as a nation, we're really, really, really failing and missing the mark on educating our kids, both white and black kids, on 
on black history and black contributions, kind of exactly what you're saying. And he said, you know, if you were raised in public school, like I am, you know, like from his yeah. point of view, like I am, he said that there's, and he said, I, I asked, I got to thinking about it and I asked, you know, a big handful of my friends, you know, name, name five black figures that they talk about in school. And they named like, you know, Rosa Parks, Harriet Tubman, Frederick Douglass, yeah, Martin Luther Tubman. King, yep. yeah, uh, George Washington, George Washington Carver. Carver. Mm-hmm. And they named those. And he said, you know, the problem with that is that, you know, when we teach those things, we feel like we're doing a great service to black history by highlighting those great stories of innovation from blacks. But really, it's it's counterproductive because when you only highlight five, you make it seem like those five African Americans are an anomaly amongst the whole race. Like they're an yeah. exception to the rule oh, rather no, no, than no. there's I, greatness. I live it across yeah, the board. You're like you're one of the good ones, right? Yeah, right. Meaning, yeah. I mean, and, they're a POS, but you're you're better. Right. right, it, right, makes, right. it makes it seem like. And what he said that I thought. I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, was. Uh, he was like, you know, there was nothing that I took away from school that led me to believe that right now, modern day, in Africa, people aren't still running around chasing tigers with spears. He was. He said, <laughs> but he I mean, like, that's so true in like, the public school. So you got to think about it. That's like, why I'm laughing. I'm not going to lie. When I was a kid in school, I thought everything was like, like uh, George thing. of the Jungle. Like yeah. people were running around, like living in like huts and stuff. My still, man and, has like, like on the leopard print. Like, yeah, because onesie. in school, he's yeah. right. Because in school, the curriculum and things, they don't point to anything otherwise. Right. And he, he was saying there's nothing, uh, there's nothing that would lead you to believe anything other than that because we're not being like educated fully on on all that he's like you know i would have never known uh and he he named like 15 16 17 18 other like major contributions that african-americans have made obviously in america and then uh and then he was like you know i wouldn't know that math as a whole the whole entire system of mathematics comes from africa comes from the and he starts naming all these different things and he's like yo like there's so much that we miss out on, and we we really do African Americans an injustice by making the good ones seem like the anomaly, like you were saying, and every other one seem uneducated or yeah. like they're just over there living in jungles. More, yeah, and, more primitive, and know, that's like be, that's yeah. so messed up. Well, like they're cavemen, uh, you know. Well, you know, it goes pretty deep. I mean, and, but it makes sense when you think about it. Like if you know, for Christians, for Muslims, for most religions outside of Buddhism, and you know, ones that are based in uh, Hindi and things like yeah. that. Is literally all based around the Middle East. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, where's the Middle East? Yeah. Right. You know? yep. Yep. Think about it. No, you're right. Mainly yeah. near is in Africa or near Africa. Yeah. So I mean, if you think about if from like just a logistical perspective, but the thing that's crazy to me is like we as people have to be careful how we fall into the the trap of like I'll say contrarianism. Is that right? Uh no idea. Uh okay. Contrarianism. Yes, you're right. Use it in context. And I'll, <laughs> I yes. think you're correct. Contrarianism, yeah. where we've gotten to this point where I don't have to prove um, I don't have to prove you're I'm right. I just have to prove, prove you might wrong. be wrong. Yeah. No, you um, might be wrong. Right, yeah. Right. Right. And we've gotten yeah, to this as point long, as long as I can taint it with a little bit of doubt or exactly. a little bit of you know whatever. The, the then, rebuttal is mm-hmm. like, well, what about Irish American history or what about German American history? Right. Yeah. As to you hear say that, a lot. that you hear the Irish people were, were yeah. slaves too, and so, you know, different things like that. I guarantee like, you, somebody who listened to this might say, well. You know, what about, you know, the Dutch history? No, not our listeners. We get the best listeners in the world. Well, absolutely. <laughs> but shout someone, out to you. Someone, someone won't even listen to this and they'll hear us talk yeah, about it. No, I know. And they'll scoff sure. and say, yeah. what about my history? Because I, I, I literally had an argument with a person who didn't understand the beef between and difference between the correlation people being proud of, like, black history. And, mm-hmm. was saying, and he literally said, well, why can't we be proud of white history? Because white is not 
um, a heritage. German is a heritage. Mm-hmm. Dutch is a heritage. British is a heritage. You yeah. just saying I'm proud of being white is is not really talking to where you're from. Black people have such a um, muddled past. I can't say where my ancestors are from. Oh, so I that's can't the say thing. Yeah, from that you don't have that. You were you weren't afforded that opportunity. Exactly because it was all lumped together as yeah. less than. Doesn't yeah. matter where you're from. Exactly. I mean, people, you, you think about it. Why? Why is there a whole group of like? And uh, shout out to our buddy Chris Johnson. Why is there a whole like group of Black Johnsons and White Johnsons? Because at some point, uh, White Johnsons yeah. owned Black Johnsons. Well, same thing with Jackson. My mom's my yeah. mom's uh, maiden wow. name was Jackson. You know, and it's the yeah. same thing. There's a lot of White Jacksons, a lot of Black Jacksons. Yeah. And so at some point. The white Jacksons owned the black Jacksons and named them all Jackson. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is terrible. Yeah. So, But in that, you lose that. You lose that history. You lose that foundation, that culture. Well, yeah. You just take that kind of stuff for granted. That individuality. Yeah. Yeah. When you don't touch on it. So you you think about, um, you know, and that's why I say we have to be careful to just, you know, Keep in mind the how deep history goes. Like I think we've as a society, and I think it, you saw it at the black community first, where there was a separation of the mom from the dad, and the mm-hmm. you know. And if you really want to get too far into it, just if you really just <laughs> if you want to go down the hole, yeah. you got time. Yeah, just yeah. look just look up Willie Lynch and then cry for a minute, and then just like look up something very happy. But. Um, well, and I would recommend too, like if you're if you're looking into that and how the history, like how you were saying, it's industry and how it all plays into each other. Yeah, uh, I would say go on Netflix if you have it and look up the. Um, there's a documentary called The Thirteenth, and yeah. it talks about how slavery isn't abolished. Slavery now is just a consequence for a crime, and so oh, yeah. you can wrongfully accuse somebody of a crime because by law you can hold somebody as a slave by law in the Thirteenth Amendment as long as it's punishment for a crime. So that's why you have a lot of times now people being arrested and held in jail, and they chronicle like 10 or 11 cases in this documentary of how there was, sadly enough, the majority of them were black men, black men framed for crimes, held in jail for like 12 years, made to work uh, at prison camps and stuff like that, and then released after being acquitted of their crime that they were never guilty of in the first place. Yeah, and if you look guilty, you're guilty. And it talks about how there's major corporations that own different prisons oh, yeah. and, and own they different to get quotas. Yeah, and they own different, f- like even corporations that own the food company uh-huh. that uh, is outsourced in the prison, and so they get bigger sales when the jails are more more full. Yeah. So they do, and there's private prisons. So private mm-hmm. prisons can do private contracts with bigger corporations. Didn't they just? Didn't they pass like, legislation just recently about about abolishing the privatization of of? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think they did because me. I think they did because it was very very progressive for the current administration to do that, something like that. I was going like to say that. that'd be a pretty big deal. That'd be pretty impressive. I mean, I think they moved in that direction or they did they did that, something because I heard about I, it. I was I, like, what? I think I know what you're talking about. Something was done, but I don't know what. Was I don't know done. what. I don't know the details because I don't. But I don't it's, it's kind of crazy. That, you I there was something going there. So yeah, like the Thirteenth Amendment. But no, the jail system's so screwed up, man. Another resource if our listeners want more. You know, if they want to ball their eyes out, there's this book called Just Mercy Which, uh, by this dude, by this dude named uh, Brian Cranson, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was a lawyer from Harvard who takes on those death row cases in the South of black mm-hmm. men mm-hmm. and does it pro bono. And he's got a whole team of lawyers that go in and they work yeah. to get these guys who are so, wrongly accused. Yeah. And can I, I just want to bring a, this back crazy. for anybody who's still, you know, f- following us. This is why we talk about the importance of talking is teaching. This is why we talk about the importance of fatherhood and men's in your life. Because I will start with the black community, but take it to the community in general. Families are being um, dis- 
I don't want to say they're being destroyed, but they're not appreciated anymore. They're not appreciated to have that nucleus. And granted, I'm not talking about divorce. I'm not talking about it not working out with mom and dad. That I mean, it's just a part of life. I wish it weren't. But there's genuinely, I feel like, an effort to make us all individual and separate us from each other because it's better for profit. Sure. You need an iPad. You need an iPad. I need an iPad. <laughs> we need, like, all of this consumerism. It's it's becoming big business to be an individual and not be a part of a pack. I mean, you take it to the professional world. Um, they're anticipating that in the future, um, basically, our kids won't take care of us. So there's a big boom for, like, senior living homes. Shoot, my kids are taking care of me. <laughs> but they got enough numbers behind yeah. them to know this is what's going to yeah, happen. That's a trend. I'm going to so, make them sign a contract now yeah, right? before they even know. Sorry. So, or, you know, and think you about it. We might, you might say, like, your kid might say, I want to move to Seattle. And you're going to say, go. So we have I'm to say, right, where are we living? I'm going to say, for sure. <laughs> Let's do it. I haven't been so, there. It, just, you know. We we wanted to just talk a little bit about Black History. No, absolutely, man. And it's Black History Month. Actually, to be honest, we didn't plan this at all. No, we did not. <laughs> listen, we planned on talking about holographic technology. Yeah. No, listen. <laughs> we jumped to Tupac, and then Tupac just set us but off. You know, man, sometimes, it is. sometimes the biggest things that need to be talked about, like obviously you don't plan, you just jump into it and have an organic conversation. So everything you just heard right there was all of us off the cuff having a genuine conversation as friends, as dads, and as Everybody sitting around this table is a different race or a different combination mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of races. And so that's, you know, just like Quinn said, and, you know, that's encouragement for all of us to not stray away from these things, but yeah. to understand more and have more uh, uh, grace and, and all that for an understanding for other people, uh, our friends and all that by way of conversation, even though it might be hard conversation to have, you know. So, um, yeah, I would I would fully encourage that. Black History Month. Check it out.